0: Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's topic, the devil and Christ's birth. What does the devil or Satan have to do with the birth of the Messiah, Jesus? Or to express it in terms of our celebration of the Incarnation, what does the devil have to do with Christmas? Actually, Satan is very involved in the birth of Jesus the Christ, Let's consider the reasons from the word of God. The devil or Satan is involved Messiah's birth story because he is under God's curse for his actions in the garden after Adam and Eve were created. Satan is God's enemy, and he is opposed to God's actions to redeem people. The enmity, that is the hatred Antagonism and hostility of Satan to God seems to have begun long before mankind existed. We can only infer this from Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 14. How are you fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn? How you were cut down to the ground, you who laid the nations low? You said, In my heart, in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. Above the stars of God, I'll set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will make myself like the most high. In a way, Satan's hostility seems to have increased at the creation of mankind. He specifically targets Eve and Adam. His deception of Eve and Adam's willful transgression resulted in humanity's bondage to sin and death. Although we're not told the story of Lucifer's fall, it is a necessary inference from the passage that I read and since he appears in Eden as an agent of sin, evil, and temptation. Jesus said this in John 8:44: You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He, that is, the devil, was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Now consider the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden. After Adam and Eve had sinned by eating the forbidden fruit in his curse on the serpent, Satan, God said to him, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Genesis three fifteen. So what does the devil or Satan have to do with the incarnation, the birth of the Christ? Hebrews two, fourteen and fifteen tells us. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, talking about Jesus, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. And John the Apostle in 1 John 3, 8 says, The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. After the descent of man into the state of sin, God began to work his plan of redemption by his revelation of himself and his purpose of salvation. Afterwards, God chose Abram and his offspring is a channel through which God would bring the Redeemer. Therefore, in the history of the chosen race, you see the continual effort of Satan to destroy them. Satan sought to destroy them from within and without, within by sin, especially idolatry, but also in efforts to wipe out the race. The book of Esther relates God's providence in preserving the people and a remnant of faith through which the Messiah would come. And Paul in Galatians 4.4 says, When the time came to completion, when the fullness of time arrived, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. It is with this background understanding that we can read with understanding the vision John records in Revelation chapter 12. Listen. A great sign was seen in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child. She cried out in pain, laboring to give birth. Another sign was seen in the heaven. Behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven crowns. His tail drew down one-third of the stars of the sky and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood, that is, crouched before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with the rod of iron. Her child was caught up to God into his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness, where she has a place prepared by God, that there they must nourish her 1,260 days. Now, the woman here is Israel, but focused in time and place by the chosen mother of Messiah, Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. So, this child was born to save his people from their sins. The male child is the Messiah who came from the line of Abraham and of David and through the Holy Spirit induced pregnancy of the Virgin Mary. The dragon is Satan, the serpent, the devil. Satan stood on the ready to destroy the child when he was born. The historical reality of this event is recorded for us in Matthew chapter 2, when the Magi from the east came to see the newborn king of the Jews. They first went to Jerusalem, to the court of King Herod, expecting to find the king and waiting there. Listen to the stories recorded by Matthew chapter 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came from Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod did not know, and he was agitated by such news. He shrewdly has the chief priests summoned scribes, the experts in the whole testament, and he related the prophecy as to where the Christ would be born, in Bethlehem, a small village not far from Jerusalem. Herod pressed the visitors to locate and inform him as to where the boy child was so he could go and worship him. But he spoke a murderous lie from the father of lies, Satan, the dragon devil. After listening to the king, the wise men went on their way. by another way. Look, there is a child king, born of the woman. And in the palace in Jerusalem, the red dragon stirs Herod, his pawn, into action. The destruction he hears whispered in his ear and in his heart, they left you and they did not return. Go get the child and kill him. But God was also active. Now when the Magi had departed, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into into Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. He arose, and he took the young child and his mother by night, and departed into Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod, that he might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet Hosea, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod when he saw that he was mocked by the wise men, was exceedingly angry. And he went, sent out, and killed all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all the surrounding countryside from two years old and under, according to the exact time which he had learned from the wise men. Then that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, Lamentations, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children. She wouldn't be comforted because they are no more. Jeremiah thirty-one fifteen. So the first crisis passed, and Jesus lives to grow into manhood and began his ministry of dismantling the kingdom of darkness. We have these reports from those days of Jesus' kingdom invasion. In Acts 10, Peter summarized to Cornelius, the Roman officer, you yourselves know what happened, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism which John preached, even Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And listen to Jesus' own words to his disciples in Luke ten seventeen through 20. The 72 returned Close to Jesus' suffering crucifixion, John tells us this. Now, there were certain Greeks among those who went up to the worship at the feast. These, therefore, came to Philip, who was from Bethesda of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip came, and he told Andrew. And in turn, Andrew came with Philip, and they told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The time is come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Most certainly, I tell you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains by itself alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. He who loves his life will lose it. He who hates his life in this world will keep it to eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Where I am there, my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, the Lord will honor him. Now my, troll is my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this time, but I came to this time for this cause. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came out of the sky saying, I both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore, the multitude who stood by and heard it said that it was that it thundered, and others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice hasn't come for my sake, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the prince of this world will be cast out and I, If I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. But he said this signifying by what kind of death he would die. And by the death he died, validated by his glorious resurrection, he rendered that crush to Satan's head. I saw Satan falling. John 12, 31. Listen to the apostle John, 1 John three eighteen. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus accomplished this by means of entering the judgment against man as the sin bearer and passed under the curse on behalf of fallen humanity. And he rose victorious, for the debt was paid, the penalty borne by the sinless man and the incarnate God. Thus Paul writes, He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing them over them in him. Colossians 2.15 In the vision of Revelation 12, the man-child ascends, But now the dragon Satan pursues the people of Messiah, the believers in Jesus Christ, spiritual Israel, the regenerated church of both Jews and Gentiles. Spiritual warfare through persecution, temptation, sin, and hardship follows. This is to mature believers and to advance the kingdom in the present dark realm. Listen to Jesus. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Luke six twenty two, blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. In Acts 14, 22, the Apostle Paul tells us through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. And indeed, he writes in 1 Timothy three twelve, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. As God's people, faced with hostility, Remember our victory is sure in Satan. We may lose a battle here and there, but Jesus has already won the war for us. John Bunyan. In Pilgrim's Progress relates Christian approaching the palace beautiful, where he's going to be refreshed on his journey, and he sees two lions. They roar and charge. Now the lions are tethered, their chain but Christian cannot see the chains. All he can see and hear are the lions, but the porter urges him on. He asks, is your strength so small? Fear not the lions, for they are chained and are placed there for the trial of faith, where it is and for discovery of those who have none. Keep in the midst of the path and no hurt shall come to you. So Pilgrim obeys the summons and he enters the palace of refreshment. If you're mindful and aware, of the pursuit of the dragon. Now remember this sure promise the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. And the next time, remember Christ was born to redeem man and to defeat, destroy. The devil.